New Year, new sponsor. Paranormal Perception is made possible with support from Unearthing the Supernatural. They're a team of Native American paranormal investigators, and you can watch their investigations on their YouTube channel. Just look for Unearthing the Supernatural. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the upcoming Season 3 episode. Paranormal Perception is produced by 22 Creations Multimedia, LLC. Life is about choices. Good choices. Terrible choices. Here's another one. This is Paranormal Perception. On this show, paranormal doesn't mean only ghosts or haunted locations. Paranormal defines the reality we all find ourselves in. Today. Right now. Scary? Yes. But it doesn't have to be. Unknown? For some, listening to this show will give you a new perception on the paranormal. Is that something you want? Or do you only want to hear stories about things that go bump in the night? Again. And again. It's your choice. In three, two, one. What is real? How do you define real? This show is your red pill for all topics in the paranormal. Parapsychology, demons, disclosure, restless souls, conspiracy revelations, prophecy, cryptocurrency, strange creatures, the metaverse. This is your guide through the new normal for the new decade. On this show, paranormal doesn't just mean things that go bump in the night. It means a new perception on the paranormal. A Paranormal Perception with Henry San Miguel. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to Paranormal Perception, season number five. It's going to be a little bit different. It's going to sound different. If you're on the website, you've seen new logo. The format of the show is going to be a little bit different also. Here's what it's going to start like every single episode, unless you tell me you don't like it. So here's the new thing. And then we'll talk to this year's first guests. Paranormal Perception. According to officials in the city of Texarkana, Texas, a thunderstorm that blew through the area last December 29th brought more than just precipitation. In a post to Facebook published the day of the event, the city confirmed that reports of fish raining down in the city were no joke. 2021 is pulling out all the tricks, including raining fish in Texarkana today, read the post. And no, this is no joke. Some of the fish were reportedly 4-5 to five inches long and appeared to be young white bass. White bass are common to the region and make for popular sport fishing with local anglers. The city blamed water spouts for the incident. Michael Berry, senior meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Shreveport, Louisiana, agreed that a water spout was the likeliest explanation, although he does admit this was the first time to his knowledge that such a phenomenon has occurred in Texarkana. A group of scientists in Israel have taught a group of goldfish to drive a car. Okay, the car is simply a water tank on wheels that the goldfish pushed by swimming in a particular direction. According to the study, the fish were able to operate the vehicle, explore the environment, and reach a target 
regardless of the starting point, all while avoiding dead ends and correcting location inaccuracies. By teaching six goldfish to use the vehicle, the researchers noted that they had demonstrated the capacity for a fish to transfer its navigational skills from a marine environment to a terrestrial one. Move over, 8K! The latest trend in TV technology could be something far simpler and stranger than a higher resolution display. That is, if you're actually willing to use it. Known as Taste the TV, or TTTV for short, this new prototype TV technology is being developed by Homei Miyashida, a professor at Japan's Meiji University in Tokyo. A major step towards a full multi-sensory viewing experience, the screen works using a carousel of 10 unique flavor canisters that combine together to produce a wide range of distinct tastes. To experience them, all you have to do is lick the screen. The idea behind the technology is to make it possible to experience new and interesting flavors without leaving your house. Whether the idea of a lickable television screen will catch on, that remains to be seen. 2022 kicked off with a bang, literally, at, at least in Pittsburgh it did. A loud boom reverberated over suburban Pittsburgh on New Year's Day, startling and confusing residents below. There were no obvious signs of, of a thunderstorm, or earthquake, or source of the sound, leaving many eager for answers. Locals began sharing their reports of the blast, which happened around 11.20 a.m. over Washington County, Pennsylvania, on January 1st. After ruling out other sources of the blast, the National Weather Service pinpointed a potential culprit, an exploding meteor. NASA's Meteor Watch later confirmed the meteor blast on social media, saying a nearby infrasound station registered the blast wave from the meteor as it broke apart. The agency estimates the meteor was about a yard in diameter and cruised at around 45,000 miles per hour when it exploded. The energy released during the blast is the equivalent of 30 tons of TNT. That's a view of the paranormal as we kick off 2022. If you know of a story that should be shared with the Paranormal Perception audience, email it to me using henry at paranormalperception.show. Paranormal Perception 360. 360. Open your eyes. All three of them. Giving you a new perception on the paranormal. Before we're no longer allowed to. This is Paranormal Perception with Henry San Miguel. I can hear you singing. You'll remember that song. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the first interview of 2022. And it's going to be a fun one. Why? Because... They were here a few times last year. All of you know them by now. If you haven't, if you're here, you're about to hear about them for the first time, then uh, you're welcome. You're going to be thanking me afterwards. It is Hero and Sean Clan from Unearthing the Supernatural. Hey, guys. How's it going? Happy New Year. Happy hey, New Year, guys. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. So let's, let's start. First of all, uh, for those that are maybe hearing about you for the first time and you're just discovering Unearthing the Supernatural, real quick, tell, tell them, for the others it'll be a little bit of review, tell them, what are you guys all about? What, what, what's Unearthing the Supernatural? So, welcome to Unearthing the Supernatural. <laughs> so, 
A little bit of backstory about Unearthing the Supernatural is we have about three or four core members in our group, and uh, we are a Native American indigenous-based paranormal group that tries to blend the old and the new with as far as for communicating with spiritual beings, spiritual entities of the other worlds. So we try to incorporate a lot of our ceremonies, spiritual languages, but we make sure not to share too much to where um, a lot of our cultural sensitivity is out there in the world. So now what we try to do is we try to teach people how to interact with spirits and spiritual beings all over the uh, United States and Turtle Island. So because spirits everywhere. So we're going to give people our take on the Native American side of things and how we communicate with spirits. So that, in a sense, is a quick summary of what Unearthly Supernatural is all about. Yeah, and I, I, they didn't tell me to say this. I'm just saying this because, you know, since last year, since we met, um, I've mentioned it many times on the show before. Those of you that have been longtime listeners of all four seasons, uh, you, you've heard me say it, that they, to me, they're they're like family now at this point. I'm, I I really really love talking to them and be having them on here. But I will say, uh, I thought not 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 that I knew everything, but I thought I had enough experience. I knew things from my own experiences, personal experience with the supernatural, with ghosts, with spirits, and then what I've learned from other guests and from things that I've watched and uh, along the way for all those years. When I met the entire group, but especially here with Sean Clan, everything that they've shown me, that they've taught me. Uh, it was like a baby. I I thought I knew, but not really. Now they, they've they've opened my eyes to something completely new. And those of you that want to know and see everything that they do and learn some more things from them, just go to the show description. It's on there, the YouTube channel, YouTube slash Unearthing the Supernatural. It's all on there. You can see what I'm talking about. Um, you did a little video, and thanks, by the way, for the shout-out uh, on there. But you did a video recapping 2021, but here on Paranormal Perception, let's, let's do a little bit, uh, a little bit of that. For each of you, what what did you learn? Not maybe not about the paranormal, about the supernatural, but especially going out there investigating about each other. What did you learn new uh, in twenty twenty one? Well, in uh <clears throat> in twenty twenty one, it was a very eye opening experience because we've had uh, myself personally over twenty eight years of a uh, paranormal experience. And uh, dealing with the supernatural with our indigenous culture and uh, ceremonies. But in 2021, I really, we, when we picked up that camera and we started presenting ourselves to the paranormal community, we saw just kind of just how to hold the camera, how to present ourselves, and how to accurately tell the stories of these spirits that we're just so used to interacting with every day. And for us, it was, it was, a beautiful experience it was a challenging experience and it's something that really has taught me how to to, to communicate with with people of other races and just how much is still yet to be taught to people of, of other races to people of other backgrounds and sharing with them our ancestral life ways and our our, our, our cultural significances from from and be as honest as as you want to be here from what you've seen from other investigators whether they're on television or just people you you've met yeah you know, not on TV they're just investigating just because they want to knowing what you to the way you, you you the way you all the entire group approaches your investigations what in your minds what in your eyes what do what do we what do we not know 
that you guys are more familiar with about the other side? So I feel like with a lot of paranormal investigators these days, not really talking bad about them or, or anything, but um, I really feel like the paranormal community is really missing the main picture. And I do believe and think right now that the, everybody knows that there's ghosts. Everybody knows that there's paranormal out there. But what now that we all know that, what can we do to help the spirits? What can we do to aid them? Because we know that there's another other dimensions, there's other worlds out there. And in our Native American cultural beliefs, we've always known that. So what we always try to do is we always give offerings. We always give prayers to them because they are out there. They're not non-existent. So I feel like that's something that we should be able to do now is as a human race is become one with it. Just like how we used to back in the old days is pray to them, uh, acknowledge them and give them offering every now and then. Because I feel like that's something that's really needed in the paranormal community and paranormal world. See, see why we get along so great? Because this is exactly how, how I see. This is why, how paranormal perception is, is why I do it the way I do it. Because I, I, I said, I've said it many times on the air to guest last year, where, yeah, at this point, most everybody knows something is out there. They're, you can't deny all the evidence that all these groups around the world have collected to this point. But now what? What's the next level? Now, here, let me have you talk, talk, talk about, I mean, the whole group deals with this, but you... Because of your gifts, your training, you deal with it a lot more than they do. Yeah, everybody always, for whatever reason, they, they want to know about the dark, the scary ones, the demonic ones. Uh, now, you've said it many times, not everything is demonic, but they are out there. So talk about how, you, how you've been trained and how you handle the darker side of what you guys do. Yeah, so... With who I am as an indigenous person, with who I am as a, as a medicinal person from our tribe, my particular upbringing was to connect with the spiritual realms. And, and later on in my teachings, it just kind of happened that I kind of took the path of dealing with the darker side, of correcting the darker side and bringing balance back to not only people, but to locations, but to also just the world in general and all the different realms that we interact with. When it comes to the darker side, there's a lot more to it. And I think my brother uh, touched on it. It's just scratching the surface from what people know. Um, you got beings who could be upset. Of, they're not just demonic, hellish beings. There are beings that are uh, environmental. There are beings that are call certain places home. There are other beings of other realms that interact with the one we have today. So the knowledge that is needed to be able to interact with these beings, the songs, the ceremonies, acknowledging their names and understanding where they come from is huge when we come, when we interact with these beings. Now, the darker side, um, you do have to be prepared because when you mention these spirits by name, when you know the ancient songs, when you know the creation stories and how these beings, I guess, are formed and their purposes on this world, it can get a little dicey, especially when you're dealing with the, the negative side of things. When you deal with that, you have to be prepared. When you deal with that, you have to have protections. You have to know what you're doing because when you deal with that, you do get confronted with beings of the higher level. And if you don't know what you're doing, you can be playing with fire quite literally. We all know they're out there. People do it on purpose. When so, what what would what would you say to those people that are uh, probably listening right now? They're rolling their eyes, like, "Yeah, I know what I'm doing." Uh, 
you know, so-and-so spirit entities, so-and-so helps me with this or protect me over this. What do you, what do you say to, to those type of people? To those type of people, never be complacent, never get comfortable because you may have a being that's there to protect you, but do you know where that being came from? Their creation story. And then do you know what you're getting yourself into? Us as Unearthing Supernatural, we have a lot of ancient teachings and we have a lot of sacred knowledge with us, but we're still learning. We're still young and we are going to be forever learning as long as we're physical on this earth and even beyond. You're never, you never know enough pretty much in the world out there. You, you can't become complacent because these beings that are on the darker side, they'll, they'll put you in your place is it to say it lightly. They'll, they'll sit you down. They'll hurt you. And if they can't get to you, they'll go to your family or those that you hold precious. So always be cautious, always be ready, and always have offerings and be willing to learn, be willing to understand, and always have respect. That actually is one of, one of the big things that I learned from the two of you, um, leaving offerings. You've mentioned that a couple of times now. Uh, and I know we, we see it on television sometimes, but even just regular uh, investigators, not on TV, they just do investigations. I don't see a lot of people leave offerings after they finish investigations. What's what what's what's the theory behind it, or why why do you leave an offering every time you do an investigation? So when it comes to leaving an offering for uh, after an investigation, you are interacting with a being that, for the most part, for most people, they can't see with their physical eyes, but their other senses can uh, can sense that they're there and interact with them. Now we bring tools, we bring uh, our ceremonies, our, our sacred languages to interact with these beings. And with that, you have to make sure that you're thankful for that interaction because not every day does a person try to interact with these beings and have that level of respect of thankfulness, saying, thank you. I know it was a lot of effort to communicate with us. I know it's taking time out of your day. I know it's taking time out of your agenda. Whatever it is that you are as a being, we are thankful for your communication. We are thankful for you telling us your story. And leaving offering is a basic thing that we do as indigenous people whenever we have ceremony. We are thankful for all elements and all beings that are around. We acknowledge all beings that are around. And when we do these offerings, it is from our heart. It is from our souls, from our spirit as a thank you. And we have a purpose of being uh, who we are as humans, who we are as indigenous people, who we are as a paranormal investigative group to leave offerings, to bring balance, to feed these spirits, to feed the good, to, to calm the, the, the agitation. And like I said earlier, to bring the balance back to beings of all realms. Now, let me, let me have you talk about only the first two seasons of Unearthing the Supernatural, what's on the YouTube channel now. You've you've all had experiences before you started doing that as a group on on YouTube, but just from the the two seasons that are now on on uh, on, the, on the YouTube channel, for uh, and some you may not want to talk about yet because the episode may not be up yet. But what what have been some of your most memorable uh, experiences and in, in investigation that you've had? So we've had countless countless experiences as far as a group together and i'm pretty sure all of us have our own unique and individual stories that we would like to tell and honestly it's it's better if you go and watch it on youtube yourself because 
trying to say it through words is kind of not as impactful as when you actually get to watch it in the moment and see our reactions. But never in my life did I ever experience, you know, some a physical human being grab a spirit and throw them across a, a, a darker entity being tossed across the room and you hear objects falling. And a little bit afterwards, you hear on a spirit box, that same spirit say, oh, my God, you know, it's it's pretty crazy to be able to see a physical human being grab a spirit and toss him across the room. And that person is my brother, hero. And and I always call him my hero because he is my hero. And there's just so many great experiences. And that's just one of the major ones. We had multiple spirits uh, in season one investigation call out for help ask us for help and we've had lots of stories with that heartfelt stories of our interactions with spirits and that's just our day-to-day people think you know like oh we do paranormal as a hobby it's like no this is our day-to-day this is what we do on a normal everyday basis and a lot of memorable stuff that comes with it is we're used to being around spiritual deities like this And they recognize and they understand that, okay, these guys talk to spirits all the time. So maybe these guys can help us. One of the, that was for season one and season two is now airing on YouTube. Now we have a season finale episode coming up next week, which is going to be really cool. And I think out of season one and season two, that one is one of our most intense uh, episodes coming up. That one is the old Washoe Club. So that'll be airing on YouTube next week. So definitely tune into that. And yeah, let's just touch and base on like two of the many, many stories that we have on Unearthing Supernatural so far. Uh, I'll say this again. The guys didn't tell me to say this. This is just me telling all you listeners. Before the season finale comes out for season two ne- next week, I highly kind of like what the streamers do binge watch especially season two uh the episodes that are up and now binge watch those even season one but especially season two make a connection with them because i won't say how or who but it gets very very emotional i'll put it that way and if you build a connection with them with all these episodes that are up there now it will hit that much harder when you see what's going to happen in in the season finale i'll say that and you know, do that. You got a, a a few few days before we we actually comes up. So so do that. Um, the the other thing about about, about you guys, um, you 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 mentioned that a, a minute ago, Sean Clan, um, that he's your hero. I keep forgetting to ask you this. Uh, from the first time that you came on, I, I got a few emails from people saying, "What what why is there why is he named Hero? Why what is his name, Sean Clan? That doesn't mean something." I said, "I don't I don't know. You're gonna have to ask them." Well, obviously they they haven't asked you, so I'm asking you here. Do your names have a meaning other than you're just hero and Sean Clan? Yeah. So the the entire team has sacred names that um that has been bestowed upon them based on kind of their personalities, their attributes. And it is these sacred names that they've actually earned the through their experiences, they've earned through um their actions on unearthing the supernatural. So my brother, Sean Clan. He his that literally translates out to the warrior in the shadows, and that connects to his name because he has is learning the 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 ceremonies of the shadows. Now I know what some of you might be thinking: Oh, he's learning the dark way. He's learning darkness in indigenous culture and indigenous belief. Shadows 
is not always dark. Shadows is not always evil. Shadows is something that is with you all the time. Everyone has a shadow. And at night when the sun rests is when darkness hits the land and covers the land and blesses it. Everything goes to sleep. Um, things are, are at rest. Things are at peace. And there's an entire realm that goes along with that. So my brother is learning that particular realm, the lack of light, and also interacting with beings beyond what's awake, beyond what's, I guess, in a sense, alive. He is learning of the, 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 the shadow realm. He's learning of beings. Uh, I guess some people are afraid of what goes bump in the night, but these particular ceremonies allow him to be able to move freely in the shadows, to move freely um, with beyond what vision and sight can see. Now, another key member, core member, uh, Pattaya, he's not with us today, but his name literally translates out to the echo. So his voice and his actions with this particular name, it echoes across our, our episodes. You feel his emotions. You feel his thought process. And when he speaks, you, you tend to listen. You, it, it echoes and reverberates. And so his actions touch realms beyond our own, touch the frequencies, touch, um, they touch people's hearts, people's minds, people's emotions. Now we uh, have several other members. We have uh, we have Kolta, we have Bezpa, we have Naurion. They all have their particular names based on their personalities. The only one who doesn't necessarily have a name in the spiritual language is myself. And I'll actually let my brother kind of describe uh, how I got my name and its, its significance. So with Hero's name, I remember we were we were talking about our names and. Uh, how we were going to use them for. And the reason why we don't use our real names is, in a sense, uh, a form of protection for us to where if a darker entity or any darker beings out there want to trace us back or do anything like that to ourselves, they cannot use our real names. And that just makes it more compelling to where if we're on an investigation and a spiritual being is able to fish out our real names without us even speaking our real names. That just kind of goes more into telling what the spiritual being uh, power is, how um, I guess you could say their power level when it comes to uh, their side of the world. So <laughs> with Hero's name, we were going around and asking names and I was, I was asking my brother, I was like, Hey brother, what do you, what do you want your name to be? And he was just like, call me Hero. I was just like, Hero? Why do you why do why do you just want heroes like that's just like a uh, it's an English word why do you want that and he was just like I have many names when it comes in the spiritual world and a lot all of them have very special meanings when it comes to the spiritual world and he was just like I'm the one that's gonna come and save everybody when it comes uh, anything bad starts to happen so he was just like yeah just call me hero I'll be hero and I was just like okay you know that'll be your name from now on so it's just like all right let's just go with hero then. And I mean, it kind of fits when you watch the episodes. He does become become the hero in a lot, in a lot of the episodes. Uh, so that's a little bit about it, about the group, the names. Finally, all of you that that asked last year, I know late, but finally, better late than never. There, there's the answer why they use those names. So now let's move. Let's look at the future, moving into 2022. I know it's just a few days in uh, as we're recording this. Uh, but what do you have planned for Unearthing the Supernatural? What, what's coming up? Obviously, season three. 
Uh, but what's coming up for you guys in, in uh, 2022? So 2022 is looking out, look, look, ah, looking like to be a very, very fun and exciting year. So we have season three uh, in the process of being planned out right now. And we've had multiple meetings with the crew and talking about locations that we want to go to. And we're definitely going to be going to some bigger renowned places that have a more diverse uh, set of spirits, I guess you could say, that we really haven't touched in season one and season two. So the locations that we're going to be going to are different, are outside of our, our normal comfort zone, I guess you could say. So that's going to be really cool. Uh, we also have some spiritual lessons and tales from Hero explaining a little bit more of the sacred objects and sacred teachings that go into some of our investigations that we didn't really get to touch on during the heat of the moment of the investigation because either we were dealing with a darker entity and we didn't really have time to explain or one of our members was uh, unfortunately going through some uh, spiritual possessions at the time. So we didn't really get to go in depth and time constraints and all that. So. Hero himself is going to be going and uh, creating a Spiritual Lessons and Tales uh, series on our YouTube channel as well. Um, also, Hero, I'll go ahead and let him uh, talk more about uh, some of the Silver Eagle production side of things that we're going to be uh, participating in. So, yeah, with um, Silver Eagle Productions, we are going to be producing um, a little bit more content, kind of setting ourselves out there to help other shows if they need be with some of our cinematography with some editing skills. We're also in the works of trying to write some screenplays for some very unique indigenous horror, uh, whether it be short films or actual full full length films. And we are also wanting to work with uh, some very unique individuals to be able to get ourselves out there more, to be able to interact with the audiences and our, and our fans a lot more. So you'll definitely be seeing us at um, different Paracons. Uh, a couple just to mention is like Globe Paracon, the Pacific Coast Paracon. And we have the huge honor of being at OC Paracon. We're going to be there this year. Vulture City Paracon, kind of where we got uh, where we got our start uh, on this realm of, uh, of paranormal with the paranormal community. And uh, we plan on uh, attending a few more to be able to actually interact with our fans and to kind of just show our faces in, in public a little bit more. Well, the Vulture City, uh, I think last time you, we, we talked, you said, I think you mentioned it was sort of seasonal. I mean, have the tours are still going on? Or are they going to start up soon? Uh, for the Vulture City tours? Yeah. Yeah. So me, myself, Sean Clinton, I run the ghost tours out there, and uh, they're going to be once a month, and they're all really lots of fun because – I get to really interact with a lot of people, fans of the paranormal, and instead of kind of telling them about the paranormal, I get to actually show them firsthand uh, all the spirits there at Vulture City, and it's really cool. If you guys want to go to a tour, uh, go to VultureCityTours.com, uh, get your tickets, come check out Vulture City, because Henry, you yourself have been out there, so you know yourself that there's so many different spirits out there, uh, a lot to interact with, and it's just Every time I go out there, it's just always something new. And I like to call that place the spiritual Disneyland because there's just so many different types of spirits out there. So come and check out the Vulture City Tours. Those are really fun. Yeah, and there's, there's giants there too. And I'm not talking about Sean Clan. There's actual giants there also. Now, the I mean, you don't have a date yet, right, for uh for season three. Um, we'll say soonish. 
Yeah, definitely soonish. Within the next month, month and a half, I would say for season three. But I'm, we're very, very amped and excited to be able to start season three out for you all. One thing that I um, well, I don't know. Should we have Sean Clan or you do it, Hero? Uh, mention the TikTok because if you guys watch the the video, the uh, the twenty twenty one recap video, Sean Clan wasn't really. I don't know about TikTok. I'm the same way. I'm, I'm I get that, but I mean, who wants to talk about that? Because you you you've gotten a lot more viewers that way through TikTok. So who wants to talk about that? I guess I'll go ahead and start it out. I'll I'll say publicly on Henry's podcast, Hero, I apologize and I'm sorry <laughs> for my mentions and viewpoint of TikTok. So me, myself, uh, Sean Clan, I'm more of a old school kind of guy. So whenever I looked at TikTok, I never really saw it as uh, a professional platform to be able to showcase our videos and everything. And I'll say that publicly. I was wrong. Sean Clan was wrong. So uh, we were able to reach out to a lot of our uh, indigenous native audience on there uh, to be able to show them and showcase a lot of our uh, investigations on the reservations, because a lot of the people that live out there were like, oh, my gosh, you know, I know where that's at. I've heard stories about that place. And we've had a lot of great content with that. And uh, we're great. Um, I guess you can say communication with our indigenous people out there about it. A lot of support out there. So I want to say thank you all for that. And hero, I am so, so sorry. <laughs> you know, we are recording this, you know, he's, he's going to get that. And that's going to be your text notification. Every time you text hero, every, every was, time, he, every time he calls me, she's going to be like, hero, hero I'm, I'm wrong. So sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm wrong. <laughs> Yeah, but um, uh, everything again will be linked up on the uh, on the show description. So, so there you go. There, there. Uh, had him, had a, have him back on, and kick off twenty twenty two. So there's a little bit. You now you know a little bit more about the guys, about the team. Everything is on the uh, on the YouTube. Uh, on me and on the show description. The YouTube channel is on there. The TikTok is on there. Everything that you could possibly want on there. You also have a, a merch store that that goes through the website. How do you get to the to the merch store? So the merch store, you can go at www.underthingthesupernatural.com. On there, we have uh, T-shirts, coffee mugs, bags, stickers, a lot of the pretty cool stuff and blankets, too. We have a really cool blanket that I personally have, I think, is really awesome. So all the stuff that you do purchase uh, goes into um, back into our investigations and our travels because we do pay everything out of pocket right now. And uh, we do have a certain section for MMIW, Missing Murdered Indigenous Women. Uh, those stickers and that merch right there do get donated to uh, nonprofits for Missing Murdered Indigenous Women as well. So all these uh, go back to helping our production and helping people in need. Yeah, so definitely got to get behind all of that. Uh, so again, it's uh, Hero, Sean Clan. Thanks a lot for coming on and kicking off 2022 in Season 5 of Paranormal Perception. Got a feeling it's not the last time we'll hear you, so I'll uh, I'll say goodbye here just to be nice. But I also say we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody. Oh, oh thank you, everyone. Many blessings to everyone, and you all have an amazing year. Unearthing the Supernatural are a team of Native American investigators taught in the old ways of spiritual combat and healing. They answer the call from people and spirits who ask for their aid. Join them on their investigations and see the old ways of how the gifted communicate with the undead. But be warned, some investigations will be intense. Viewer discretion is advised.
Visit youtube.com slash unearthing the supernatural to learn more about the team, watch seasons one and two, and the upcoming new episodes for season three. In the words of Hero, one of the founding members, We are unearthing the supernatural. We are few of many. One story of thousands. Let us hear yours. Paranormal Perception continues. What do you think? You like? Nah, not really. Let me know. Henry at paranormalperception.show and leave a message. Let me know you like it. You don't like it. I'm talking about the format, how the show is going to sound. And if you want to be a guest, you know somebody that should be a guest, use that same one. Henry at paranormalperception.show. So everybody take care. I'll be back next week. A little bit older. as <laughs> It's my birthday this weekend, but I'll be back next week to give you a new perception and that on the paranormal was paranormal perception the views and opinions heard on paranormal perception are those of the guests and host of the show factual statements are accompanied by backing data articles or other corroborating materials either stated on the show or included in the show description any views or opinions expressed on the show are not intended to malign any religion ethnic group club organization company or individual New episodes every Friday. Visit ParanormalPerception.show to listen. At Paraperception1 on Twitter. At ParanormalPerception2 on Instagram. Paranormal Perception with Henry San Miguel. Paranormal Perception was produced by 22 Creations Multimedia, LLC.